Johnny Pickleball Andrews is quite the showman both on and off the court. He not only plays professionally, but also creates entertaining events, such as the Johnny Pickleball Show and Around the Post, a YouTube video show covering controversial topics in the sport of pickleball. So let's get to the intro to hear from Johnny Pickleball Andrews. Welcome to the Pickleball Fire Podcast, where it's all about pickleball. Today, I'd like to welcome to the Pickleball Fire Podcast, Johnny Pickleball Andrews. How are you doing today, Johnny? Oh, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. You know, I feel like this is kind of a whirlwind because I reached out to you just a few hours ago, and here we are actually doing the podcast interview, so I appreciate you jumping on. Oh, absolutely. You caught me at a good time. Good day. I just got back from kind of touring a little bit. So I was in Des Moines, Iowa at Smash Park. And uh, I was also in Dallas, Texas. And I think I was in Michigan as well over at Wolverine, the Wolverine Pickleball Center. And so, yeah, you just caught me when I finally got home to Naples. Perfect timing. But yeah, we'll definitely get into all that. But I always do like to start with tell me how you started playing pickleball and how long ago that was. Yeah. So it's actually a cool story. It was about 2015. And I was the director of tennis at um, a resort. And I, my buddy asked me to go do some you know, court maintenance for him on clay courts in the summertime, which I was like, yeah, sure, I'll make a few extra bucks. So I go over to that, that facility, that club, and in the evening, and there's a, you know, there's a group, of, all I hear is this, and I didn't know what it was. They had about one or two courts, I think, and it was real courts, you know, nothing like on a temporary net, which was really kind of interesting. You know, it's like 2015, I think. And so I say, they, they asked me if I want to play. And I said, yeah, I'll give it a go. You just got to tell me where to go. It's a little lady, little old lady. She was probably like 80 years old, four foot something. And she tells me where to stand. And then she, she yells at the top of her lungs, pickleball, as she charges on a return. And I didn't know. I thought it was a thing. So the next few times, I thought it was amazing. It was I was drenched in sweat. I didn't know what I was doing. And then the next few times I go out to, to play with these people, I'm yelling pickleball on all the returns. I'm just at the top of my lungs, like pickleball. And they're like, Jonathan, because that's what they called me, you know, Jonathan before Johnny. That's not a thing. You know, <laughs> so I had no idea that that wasn't real. I thought that was part of it. Then that's kind of, I was, I was hooked as most people say, but it was kind of sporadic until I moved back to Naples. So that was over in Port St. Lucie. And so I, in Naples, Florida, I ran into a group of people at uh, a park and those group of people, man, it's some very, 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 very well-known names currently. And that we were just kind of all together in one place at one time in 2015. So people had just moved there and some, some world number one, he was 17 years old at the time and uh, was with us as well. And it, it just, it was incredible the amount of talent that is that you would look at now that was all there in, in 2015, 2016 in the, in the summer. So we just kind of were all there. I have to say, I was cracking up as you were telling the story about charging the net, but you do have to it's give me, yeah, you do have to give me, okay, who the who's who of, you know, who you were playing with, you know, back in the, the mid twenties. Well, you have to, th yeah, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. You have to think of the, you know, the, the people that were in that area. So, I mean, Kyle Yates is there, obviously he was in Fort Myers. You had Frank Anthony Davis, who was there because his aunt lives in Bonita Springs, which is right there in Naples or close to Naples. So Frank Anthony was there. You had the Davids with Abby and this is before Vivian even got started. So Abby, who's Abby Brooks now, but, or Abby David still, I can't remember. And then you had Simone and Chad had just moved down from Michigan. And then you had Dominic Catalano was there as well. He was actually kind of teaching at Veterans where we were at. 
And then you also had Mark Renison was there for some reason. I don't know how he was there and why he was there, but somehow Mark Renison was there once in a blue moon. I don't remember why. And then Ben Johns was seven. So he was there. You had Colin Johns, who was around once he got off the tour of tennis and came down and taught tennis there. So there was, and then there's a lot of other guys that are probably really, really amazing, that they're amazing players that just don't play tournaments that are, that, that were there as well. So there's just a, a huge group of people um, that it kind of were just in that area, you know, that, that kind of branched out and went and did their own thing, but myself included, but yeah, it's pretty cool. That is an amazing group. And I'm curious because you are so well known for the Johnny Pickleball show. How did that get started? Was that related to the group? No, that was my own thing. So the Johnny Pickleball show, I went up to tennis and pickleball us, which is in Bonita Springs. And, you know, we were talking in, in a lot of different times and about how, you know, pickleball, I wish it was something that could be, you know, something to where pe- people could spectate. And so what I started was I started like a pro league. So in, in, in the South Florida area, there's a thing called pro league and they had it for tennis. I had played in it and it was really cool. People dressed to the nines. They all come out to different clubs or whatever. And they, and they watch their watch pros, you know, play. And, and it was really cool. It was a huge event at each of these clubs every other week. And so I said, well, I, I would like to create that for pickleball in a way just for people to come out and watch and whatever. And it can be local, what I like to call local legends, meaning people that are local. But I just, you know, and, and secretly, I wanted to make sure I got good games at the same time. So it kind of evolved sl- rapidly. So what had happened was we had, I think I, I had a group, I, I kind of designed a pro league at first. And then after that, I said, okay, well, now I, I want it to be just one night every night or every Friday night, you know, like a Friday night lights kind of deal. And I'll, pro, I'll put up a, a Nest camera. And the Nest camera came to be because Kyle and I practiced together all the time. And he said, well, up in Washington at Pickleball Central, they put a camera up there just because Brian Ashworth said that, you know, we put it up there just because just in case anybody does something cool, we catch it on camera. So I was like, okay, cool. Let's put up a Nest camera. And, and then my other buddy said, okay, well, I like wrestling, man. He was a big wrestling fan. And so he, he kept telling me about entrances and, and putting on shows. And then I was a big basketball fan. And I said, you know, I really liked watching the Harlem Globetrotters. And so I said, well, why don't we, why don't we just like make it fun and, and, and kind of put on trick shots and, and make it funny and just, you know, just talk trash to each other or something like that, or sit in the stands and then come out and hit a ball for a winner or just something really random. And so the show kind of got created, but it didn't have a name yet. And, and which was really interesting. So I think something was going on with Johnny football at the time. And so I said, well, I'm an all American person myself. You know, I, I, you know, was in the army. I did, you know, two tours as a scout and whatever, but so I was like, well, let's kind of, let's go with Johnny pickleball. And then I don't have an H in my name. So I dropped the H and I said, J-O-N-N-Y. So Johnny, no H. So Johnny pickleball. And then kind of a culmination of everything. I started the show. I brought out players and and there was like one person there and you have to understand like my first lineup i think even is on youtube episode one is like a couple legends and then a couple local people and then i have like kyle and colin and ben and like like, this is like episode one on youtube this is the first episode i ever did of it on a nest camera there's like hardly any audio it's ridiculous it's super funny and then it just but by the end of the first season it's a standing room only by the even first season what i mean by season is that florida's seasonal and so it just became something where people wanted to watch and they, pr- we promoted it and it, it became a thing. And then that, that's how it really got started. It was just kind of a culmination of, of, of things that just came, yeah, just came together. And then how has it grown over the years? 
Yeah. So yeah, since it became standing room only, I took it down to, I, I moved it down to the U S open championship stadium court. So I got the okay and green light to, to go down there and I worked there too. So with the 62 courts that are currently there, I was teaching there. And so that was kind of the deal is that I could do my show there at the same time. So I started doing my show and adding in new things. I started adding, you know, my own speaker system. I started doing a pregame show where you, where I could almost like, I was like, you know, Johnny, not Johnny Cash, uh, Johnny Carson interviewing all the players before we even played, which was fantastic, you know? And then all of a sudden I had the waters and I had Kyle and I playing and it was, we practiced together all the time anyway. And there was about 600 people in attendance at this, at this show. And this is all prior to COVID. But the crazy part about it was, is that the Johnny Pickleball show had, I had different lineups every single week that I did it. There was never the same lineup once. I don't think I ever had the same lineup once. And I did it every week. And and what was really cool about it was every, I, I probably had every single pro in the game almost in my show. And they've never asked me for a dime. I think there might've been one, one guy that asked me for a dime. But that, other than that, there's never been really one person that ever asked me for money, which was fantastic. They just, they wanted to play and they knew they were going to get good games. And that's, you know, you, you can't recreate a, a tournament experience. It's very hard to do that. It's easy to go out and practice, but you need pressure and you need pressure situ- situations. So I don't, I don't even feel comfortable playing anymore unless people are watching at this point, personally. And that's honestly because, you know, I, 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 it's, the, they're, they're, it's another day at the office just performing in front of people, which is great when you get to a tournament now. None of that, you know, factors in anymore. There's no nerves. There's no, there is nerves, but it's in a different way. It's not, you know, geared towards people watching. I I enjoy people watching and I enjoy making pickleball fun and something that you can spectate because if, if, if we don't, you know, we, we may get lost in the sauce of, of people just, you know, just, just kind of doing just the, the minimum and we're like, Oh, there's still dinking or something. So, so making something fun and different, I think is, is great. And then after that, the, once that happened, I decided to take the show on the road. So when COVID hit, I said, okay, well, I need, I want to, I need to, I want to, I felt the need and I want to travel the country and give people something to watch. And the funniest thing was, is that the biggest audiences I ever got, yes, I had some big audiences for, for people when I brought in the big names, but most of the time it was just whoever was local. And I had a show once a long time ago that had, you know, six, six players in it and I rotated whatever, but all six players are ranked. I had like Deckel before people knew who Deckel was. I had Adam Stone when he was coming up. I had, you know, all these guys and, and I didn't really have that big a crowd. Then I brought in, you know, local people and, and it was, like I said, like standing room only. It was crazy. And so I said, well, okay, when I want to travel somewhere and I want to, I want to give people the opportunity to show what they have. And I want to showcase people that don't travel to tournaments. So I went to like Arkansas, I would go to any, anywhere that I could. I started building the schedule during COVID for the first month. And during that time, I learned how to make promo videos. I learned how to edit things to make highlight plays. I learned how to do all the tech stuff that, that some people probably go to college for, <laughs> but I learned it. And in that time I decided to, okay, cool. Here's my, the plane tickets were cheap as could be because it was only me on the plane, which was great. I think I still have a video of Atlanta's airport where I'm the only one in the terminal. It was pretty crazy, but you know, I, I flew and, and I went everywhere and, and I put on a show and it, you know, I could have had two people there watching, but it really didn't matter because I knew I was talking to the camera and the people at home which was really important to, to give people something to watch and, and to showcase players around the country that don't have a chance to probably get on center court all the time. And I've made it very apparent in a lot of places that you can't build a tour based on three teams. And I think a lot of players that put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into this game need to be shown. And so that's what I like to do. 
it is a great thing that you're doing. And, you know, what's it like now in 2021 when COVID isn't quite as rampant as it was? Well, yeah, it's just like everything else. I still do the show in different places, which is great. People love it. I love it. I think it's fun. Tournaments have taken over the scene. There's so much. I think there's there's just so much content on 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 YouTube and Facebook and and everything of of pickleball in tournaments. There's there's a tournament or or there's like thirty tournaments a weekend at this point. Everyone's playing a tournament. Everyone's out and about. So numbers not only on my show have gone down as far as viewership, but which but it's also gone down for tournaments as well. I think and and it, it's pretty. That's a it's a good thing. It's like a bittersweet thing because then you know people are out playing and they're out doing their thing. But you know m- maybe. I wonder at times, you know, is my show kind of coming to a close on that? Did it do its job during the time that it was there? Or, or is there a, kind of a thing for it to be at, you know, from time to time, maybe not as frequent, but just from time to time, maybe just to, to showcase some people and be like, I was yeah, on a bucket list kind of thing is to be like on the Johnny Pickleball show. Well, you do have something new uh, or fairly new around the post. What's that about? <laughs> That's right. I do have the Around the Post show with Eddie from Eddie and Webby. And then Kyle, Kyle Yates as well is with me on that. And yeah, so we pretty much take every controversial topic known to man and we uh, talk about it. You know, a lot of pros and a lot of pros in, in, in this sport don't like to touch on touchy subjects because it, they're afraid how they could be perceived from public eye and whatever. And so Kyle and I decided that, you know, we don't care. <laughs> and we want to make it fun, though, in that we don't take ourselves too seriously. And we, we throw in top plays, epic fail plays that we call really dude moments. And we have kind of the tip of the week, which is super funny because all these pros throw tips at you. So the tip of the week could be something just like tight, make sure your shoes are tied. You know, something just ridiculously funny and off the wall. It varies dry and sarcastic. And then, yeah, the next one, we just got done going over the PPA tour and the APP tour. So it was the PPA versus the APP, which was a topic for discussion because those are that's what's current right now. So pretty much the, the topics of conversation are always current events. The next one is going to be actually, I know I just got off the phone with Eddie yesterday and that was going to be that I decided. So I created the show, by the way, um, with all the, the it was just my vision. Eddie made it happen with the tech side of things. And then Kyle is the, you know, just has a lot of clout, which is really great. And it loves to be confrontational with things. So it makes it even better. And him and I are pretty much, you know, really go, go well together. So, but yeah, so our next topic of discussion is actually going to be the, the nationals, USA nationals and the vaccinations rule. And so we're going to be touching on that, which I know no one wants to touch on that. So that's why we're going to do it. But yeah, that's kind of what the show is. It's, it's, it's cool. It's fun. You know, it's something different. It's something we can do no matter where we're at around the country. Since Kyle and I are always at different spots around the country, very rarely are we together anymore. So we were doing the show where we were all in just Eddie's house for the first few. And then now, now we're just different places all the time. So, Right. And yeah, I had Kyle Yates on the show a few weeks ago and he he's great. But the topic you guys have for the next one about the Nationals, <laughs> oh, that's that's hot. <laughs> it is. Yeah. So, you know, it's going to be an incredible. I'm going to take it in a little different direction than what I think people, but, I, but it's one of those things that you have to tune in to see what what way we, what way we spin it and what that we do it it's pretty it's pretty cool what i think a different look at maybe just a different viewpoint you know a different perspective so but yes it is a hot very 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 hot topic and normally i think about the majority of people have said stay away from it and um 
I, I thought about it for a second. And I said, yeah, well, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to dive right into it. And, you know, Ed, Eddie's usually our, our voice of reason that says, you know, Johnny, you can't say that. <laughs> or Kyle, you can't say that. But, you know, I, I explained to him what I want to do for this one. And that, that's pretty much, yeah, that's what he wants to do. And, and he's going to let us do it. So I said, cool. And when's that show going to drop? Uh, it should be in the next week or two. So that, yeah, it's going to be in the next week or two. It really, it's, this one's going to, I think, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure I'm going to be getting anytime before a show comes because we hit on every confrontational, whatever that is. I've had members, every member, I think when we did the first, our first show about USA Pickleball and its relevance to the sport still and rules, I had every member of USA Pickleball on that board and committee contact me before the show to see what they can do. APPPPA. I had the Connors. I had Ken Herman. I had everybody contact me fearful for some reason, but it's, it's one of those things we're fair about everything, but we're, we're accurate and we're correct. And that's even more important. And it's not just based on our opinion, but it's based on everything that's going on in the sport. So it's, it's, it's factual. If we get our facts wrong once in a, once in a blue moon, that's on us, but we'll correct it and we'll, we'll make sure that that stands. But Good to hear, and I'll look forward to that show. I think that'll be a very interesting topic, especially since it sounds like you've got a an, a different spin on that. Oh, 100%. All right. Well, getting back to tournaments, actually, that is a tournament. But anyways, getting to tournaments, how do you ever find time to, to play at this point? I mean, how, how often are you on the pro tour, you know, and, and what are some of your recent accomplishments? Yeah. So I'm on the tour almost constantly, actually. So it's been really crazy to juggle everything a little bit, but I, like I said, I, I kind of stopped doing the show as frequent because now tournaments are here and I've focused on playing tournament play more and making sure that I can go to as many as possible or as many as I can financially do. Um, which is getting really difficult be- between both tours, considering there's about, you know, 150, 50 tournaments in 52 weeks now. So, yeah, I, I'm on there almost every single tournament that I can do. I'm I'm there. I've been at majority. I think so far. I may not have. I may not being from Florida. I may not have been able to go to some of the ones out west. But even then, I felt like I was out west all the time. I was in the Orange County Cup. I was, you know, in Red Rock and St. George, Utah. I was in Michigan. I was in, you know, all of these tournaments. Yeah, I've been at. I usually get to the quarterfinals and then I run into you know a, a really good team <laughs> and then we 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 drop down from there. But had a good run in, in the U.S. Open this year. My partner Dylan Frazier and I, who Dylan is, you know, blown up and is doing great, playing all the time now. So Dylan and I ended up surprising some people, I think, and, and we ended up getting uh, fifth or sixth place in the U.S. Open in men's pro doubles this year. So, but typically, um, yeah, my partnerships have been have been getting better, and I have great partners going forward. And I'll be on the tour scene as as much as possible. I think I'm looking at next season. I already have my schedule laid out to about 26 to 30 tournaments next year. So, which is pretty crazy to think about, but yeah, that's on my schedule now. I mean, if some come and go, but I, I, I can tell you, I don't know if I have, I have a big question mark on a, on a few tournaments and nationals being one of them, the U S open next year being one of them. I have a big question mark now where it used to be that it was a guaranteed, I would go there. The top three tournaments that used to be there were TOC nationals and U S open. And I decided to drop out of TOC this year and not go. It's a very expensive tournament to go to. It's kind of in the middle of nowhere. And it's just kind of hard to get to. So it becomes a very expensive weekend. And it's just, you know, with all the other tournaments that are going on, it's almost, I mean, it's it's a great tournament, but it's almost just not worth it uh, financially. 
So, and then, yeah, U.S. Open was uh, a little, even though I played well in it this year, uh, I was a little disappointed with a lot of the things uh, that it did or didn't do. So I put a question mark next to that one. Nationals, due to their stuff, we'll see. You know, we'll just, we'll see. So, but yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of my, my schedule for the, for coming up is to do as many things possible, APP, PPA, both of them, <laughs> and maybe some in- Interesting. Really sounds like things are changing in the pickleball world. We always talk about how the game is changing, but it sounds like the tournament scene is now too. Yeah. The tournament scene really is changing. And, you know, a lot of the contracted players from PPA, they, they have their schedule set for them, which is great. You know, for them, they, they only have to do so many, but yeah, some of the APPs are, are really, really great tournaments and the PPAs are on, on a whole different level. Those things are amazing. And I'll try to make as many of those as I can for sure. So since there's not as many of them, but yeah, well, it's definitely the dynamic between everything. I'm really interested to see in the next couple of years, which way this goes. Cause it's just ever changing and hard to keep up with, but you know, somehow I maintain to be in, my, in the loop as much as possible, which is pretty funny. All right. Well, I will finish up here with just a couple more questions. Tell me which pickleball paddle do you use and why do you use it? Oh, absolutely. So I'm kind of an, uh, an OG with some of these paddles. So I like some of the older models. So I signed with Engage, so I am with Engage. And one of my uh, early on paddles that I had, and I still have a picture of it somewhere, which is uh, me with an Elite Pro. And the Elite Pro, some of the, one of their very first paddles that they came out with a long time ago with Engage. And so I, lo- I love that Elite Pro. It still sells well. It's one of their top selling paddles. So what I did was I said, okay, um, let's put a, a camouflage pattern on one side and put my logo on the other. And Robert Elliott, the owner of Engage was like, Oh, hundred percent. Absolutely. And so he did that not only for the elite pro, but for the Maverick elite pro, which is a longer handle and kind of a, yeah, just a longer paddle. And so I have both of those paddles right now and camo on one side, my logo on the other. And the camouflage is there because I, I am a veteran. So 10%, I was able to kind of form a deal with Engage and the wounded veterans relief fund that says, well, 10% of every paddle sold goes to the wounded veterans relief fund, which has worked out really well. People are buying them and it's, it's really cool to see and it's helping out veterans and it, it, yeah, it's just super cool. But I, and it's even better because I love the paddle anyway. I, it's just, it has so much power behind it, but also just easy to reset the ball and just kind of have that touch and feel up at the net, which is really cool. So I've always, I've always loved that paddle. So, but I'm looking at, I am playing some, I won't, I'm not going to lie, even though I have my, my signature paddle with them and I like it. I am playing a little bit with the, uh, the pursuit, which is the all black paddle that came out from engage. So I am playing with the pursuits, which is the, I think the EX. Yeah. I'm playing with the EX one. So that's kind of like the elite pro shape, but it's, it's a great, <laughs> it's a great paddle. I'm not going to lie. So it, I am dabbling with that one as well. Now you mentioned that with the elite pro, your signature paddle, that 10% is uh, going to wounded veterans organization. Do you get a chance to work much with bringing pickleball to, to the veterans? Oh yeah, no, absolutely. So some of my shows earlier on and some of the things that I do is, is, promoting them solely. You know, I do promote them in all my shows as much as possible, as well as I I talk to their guy, the guys that run the organization and, you know, making sure that I can get those paddles to them and they get paid quarterly and whatever is just fantastic. And I get to hang out with them some and they're over in West Palm beach. So they're not, they're not far from where I'm at. So they come over to Florida and I'll do a huge, I did a big event for them at a country about a year ago, which was pretty sweet. And it was a year and a half ago, maybe because before COVID. And that, and that was pretty sweet. It just, you know, they had generals there, retired generals, and it, it was a really cool atmosphere. And then they ended up playing taps and it was just, it was a very, 
very, very cool thing to be a part of. And I know they're going to continue to do that. And they're going to continue to have me be a part of it as far as pickleball is concerned, which is pretty sweet. So, so to finish up today, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, what's the best place for them to reach out? Oh, yeah. So you can find me on Johnny Pickleball Andrews on Facebook, Johnny underscore Pickleball on Instagram. And you can message me, direct message me there. You can also just Johnny Pickleball at gmail.com. There's kind of a theme and pattern going here. So it's a lot of it's Johnny Pickleball. So Johnny, make sure that you spell it J-O-N-N-Y. So there's no H in Johnny. So yeah, that's johnnypickleball at gmail.com. You can always email me there. But the direct messaging on social media, as you found out today, gets me pretty quick. <laughs> so that's usually, I usually have something popped up around there. So, which is good. And then you can also see everything that I do, even my new down to my nutrition, my paddles, my shoes, anything that you like that I have, or, or you can find on johnnypickleball.com. So I do have my own website. So johnnypickleball.com, you'll see all my new nutritional products that I've been on. That's also, I had some injuries last year and then I use Medisa leaf and some of my CBD products and, and, and just changed my entire routine as far recently, even more recently, the past two months, month and a half, I've changed everything, even with my, my eating habits a little bit. So I've started to, to kind of take it a little more seriously as far as, you know, perform, you know, performing on the court. So I needed to do some things. So that's, that's changing a little bit. So all of those products are going to be on johnnypickleball.com though. So you can always check them out there. Great. Well, I thank you so much for being on the podcast here today, Johnny. And I look forward to watching everything that you do going forward, because I know <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Make sure you tune in around the post show as well as maybe actually, you know what? I do have a new project that I'm actually, and I can actually tell you if you want. So, which is going to be uh, a new project that I'm doing. And a lot of people have, since I do commentary, right. And I've done commentary for pro pickleball and, but I haven't been doing it as much because I've been competing on the pro level and, 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 and doing it successfully. So I talked to somebody and I said, well, I still want to commentate. So what I'm going to do is I have these projects that I'm a uh, project that I'm working on right now. And so I'm actually getting permission from players and getting some matches and I'm actually voiceovering or doing a voiceover of, of the match itself. And then I'm commentating it. However, but however, I'm making fun of everybody at the same time. So it becomes entertaining, you know, so it could be, and that's going to be a $200 paddle with a 20 cent swing, you know, it, it just random stuff, which is pretty sweet. And so just getting the permission from players before I do it, but that'll be coming out very soon as well with just different matches and, and kind of some voiceovers with that. So I love it. Now, will those be tournament matches that you're going to voice over or just, you know, more like, yes. A, yeah. Yes. So those are going to be tournament matches that ha didn't have like people live stream matches. So there's like 30 tournaments going on, like I said, a week at this point, right. Or 20 to 20 tournaments or something. So you have the big majors that the PPAs and the APPs, uh, and you have their tournaments going on, but there's a lot of like local tournaments that are, that are going on, like the farmer's market round Robin or something. And so I said, okay, cool. Give me, give me some players from that. And uh, you know, I'll, I'll, as long as I get their permission, they send me the, the, the video and then I'll do a game. I'll commentate a game and then I'll air that and just kind of just rag on them a little bit, which would be fun. So. <laughs> well, cool. Always the, always the show, man. <laughs> That's right. hundred percent. All right. Well, thanks again for being on the show today, Johnny. Hey, thanks for having me so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Pickleball Fire podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to give it a five-star review on Apple iTunes.